in today's study hall, you get rejected in life. Even when you even when you can do the job, even when you are overqualified for the job, you still get rejected in life. You know, and that's that's just the way the world works. People don't know you the way that you know yourself. You know what you're capable of. Other people don't. And you want people to respect you, you got to show them why to, why they need to respect you. Being willing to not be told no, you know, or, or or having to put in the work in order to be accepted in a space where it's ch more challenging if you're not a quote unquote academic to be in that world, right? You're coming in as an artist, right? right? Unless you're just, you know, a, a visiting artist who's doing a one-off class, right? right? Like a one-off workshop, right. you know, it's hard to be ushered in. You got to have all these credentials. You got to be, you know, all the things, right? Yeah. I, like I know higher ed and it's not the most easy no. industry to break into if you're not, if you don't consider yourself a quote unquote academic, right? How, how was that for you? So at the institution I'm at now that I've been at for 15 years, right? This is my 15th year this year, right? So when I first applied there, it was just a straight no. First semester, fall semester, I applied. They were like, nope. I applied the second semester and I met with the chair of the department. And he was like, oh yeah, he said, I remember your resume. You had some African stuff on it, right? He's like, and I was like, well, I mean, I had some African stuff on it, but like I had a, there was like a lot of, you know, I mean, I, th there's more than that, right? Like there's a whole body of work and study and a degree in political science and art and slides. And, you know, I had everything, right? It was, African stuff was like maybe an eighth of the, you know, an eighth of the whole thing, right? Like, and so, right, right. You know, you know, how, how do you even? That's all they saw. That's all they saw. That's all they saw. And how do you even <laughs> respond to that, right? Like, yeah, it did have some African stuff on it. Yeah, that's true. And he was like, yeah, we don't have a place for any of that. We don't have a place for that right now. Nope, sorry. Nope, rejected again. And I was like, thinking, man, all right, that that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to try this one more time. And I tried again. And, you know, again, this is part of the, this is part of the, the journey that people don't talk about a lot, right? Like I found out that the chair of that department liked to surf. I like to surf. I found out where he surfed. I went and surfed where he surfed and road waves he couldn't ride. Right. So, and, and while he was while he was there and it was like, you know, and so then the next time I applied and I submitted my application, he was like, man, I saw you surfing that break that it was like you and one other guy out there. He's like, I was too scared to go out. I didn't think I'd survive that. He's like, that was crazy. He's like, I saw you out there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Right. Like. And I and 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 to take that one step further. That break was crazy because I almost died that day, but he didn't see that part. I wound up literally <laughs> crawling onto the beach and like, I, I didn't think I was going to make it back on the land. It was crazy that day. <laughs> so, but he just saw me out there, you know, he just saw me out there getting after it, right? You, you, you was getting busy out there for, for while he saw. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, right. 
But what that did is again, it transformed the moment from being that guy with the application who had some African stuff on it to that surfer who was badass and willing to get out there and get after it in a time where he was too scared to do so. And so that opened his eyes to a whole other thing that again, none of this is even academic. This is all political, right? But it was the key to open the door to get into the classroom. And he was like, hey, you know what? I think I have a job for you. And I was like, cool, right? So he says, you know, I've got a class called Color and Design. How are you with Color and Design? And I was like, man, I, excellent. I was like, I've got Color and Design all throughout everything I do, so that would be a perfect class for me. And he's like, great, it's yours. I got home, opened up my computer, and had to Google Color and Design. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what? what's he talking about? <laughs> I love that. I love that. What? <laughs> That's the ultimate fake it till you make it story. <laughs> I wasn't going to say no. I was like, you know, I what I knew was I I had I had knowledge. I I had the experience in the classroom as a student. So I and so I knew, you know, what it meant to be a student, which means I could flip that and understand to some degree what it would mean to be an educator. I knew that I wasn't just talking. I had all this experience. I make, I'm, you know, I, I made all this work to that date. I, I've had multiple exhibitions. And again, painting, drawing, sculpting, watercolor, you know, like you name it, I was doing it. So, you know, and that included like film, like cinema, making movies, making editing and, you know, Final Cut Pro. Like I was, I had all these skills and I just thought, you know, it doesn't matter what you throw at me. I can figure out how to do it. I can figure out how to teach that class, you know, and, and you, so you offer it to me. I'm going to say yes, whether I know what it is or not, because I can figure out how to teach that class. There was no way I didn't know how to do that. And so I was like, yes, I will take that. And now what were the nuanced elements that I needed to, to you know, add to what I already had in order to focus it and teach it in that specific classroom? Yes, I had to, you know, I had to pick up a couple books. I had to read a couple books that I hadn't read before. I had to, you know, like come up with a curriculum and, and a direction to focus the class. But I knew I could do that. Does that make sense? So I was like, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, but again, I give you that example in that story because you get rejected in life. Even when you even when you can do the job, even when you are overqualified for the job, you still get rejected in life. You know, and that's that's just the way the world works. People don't know you the way that you know yourself. You know what you're capable of. Other people don't. And you want people to respect you, you got to show them why to, why they need to respect you. You got to show what skill sets you have. You got to showcase them in a way that people can see them and perceive them and understand them and also recognize how those skill sets are then going to benefit them. And, you know, when it comes to, like I said, with music, you know, 11 years later playing music from that first no, you know, I, I tour all of Europe. I've been all over the place, man. You know, France, Switzerland, Belgium, Spain, all just through music, all across the United States, festivals, 
venues, private concerts. I've done it all just because I never gave up, you know, and because I, I had something to offer, because I put in the work to make music that was worth listening to, so that when people heard it, they it opened doors. When the teaching job was available, it became a 15-year career because I was good at it, right? Because I had the skill set. So I had to build that skill set. I had to build those, you know, I had to hone my voice. I had to practice my chords. I had to play, you know, I had to in, I had to write my songs. I had to, you know, all these things that lead up to this, right? All the all the hours in the studio making sculptures, having them fall apart, blow up, melt, like, you know, everything had to go wrong in order to get to a place where it could go right, right? And even now, I'm still navigating, right? And it's just that in this current navigation, I can actually look back at things and say, oh yeah, those were accomplishments. But again, coming back to the, the immortal words of the great philosopher, Eddie Murphy, what have you done for me lately? Right? Like, that's it, man, right? Like, what have you done for me lately? And so I, I let go of everything that I did yesterday because I still got things to do today. I got things that I need to do tomorrow. And so I'm just, every accomplishment, it's like, oh yeah, great, you did great. Now, what's next? Thanks for listening. For more amazing content and episode updates, be sure to subscribe. Also, if you like notes from this episode and more, head over to drjwilliams.com and download Dr. J's Gems. The notes include a breakdown of the conversation, key concepts, and helpful resources exclusively from our Office Hours fam. So come through. You never know. You just might learn something new. Talk to you soon. Peace.